in my comfort. And welcome back, everyone, to Untitled Shoe Show, aka the USS, with the whole world listening. Uh, as always, it's the one and only worst of Pat. We've got Sean on the boards as always, controlling anything electronic, digital. He's like electro, but real life. Ooh, yeah, I like that. I like uh, that. And the foremost shoe expert I've ever met, the world-renowned, form or known as unmovable, the one and only Yohei. What's happening, brother? Ahoy. How's that intro? Ahoy! Ahoy! Perfect. <laughs> We're doing all nautical shit from now on. This is a boats and shoes show. Um, we are back though with. Top 10 Shoes of the Year. This is the real shit that matters. This is five through one. Uh, before we jump into some lists, though, I'm going to let Yohei rapid fire off what you guys missed before. If you haven't already gone and listened to the first episode, go fucking listen to that bad boy. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, wherever you're listening to this, definitely has that other episode. Yes, sir. So, Yohei, what we got? What, what do we run through briefly last time? All right. So, our top six to ten. So, starting at number ten for Pat was the Louis Vuitton Air Force One collaboration, uh, the whole collection in general. Next was the Air Max One Concepts Message to the Universe. Um, seventh was the Better Gift Shop uh, Old Schools, the Green Old Schools. Lucky oh, yeah. Dragon. Uh, his seventh was Them Goods collaboration with Clark's. Shout out John Julio. Specifically the Mule. And then Beautiful. his sixth was the Stussy Penny 2 collab in the green colorway. Yeah. Uh, my number 10 was just like Pat, the Louis Vuitton uh, Air Force One. Um, Copycat. <laughs> collaboration. Yeah, there was a, a bit of that. Um, my nine was at Jordan 1 Lost and Founds. My number, it's so hard to number these backwards. Uh, yeah. I got this. My number eight was the Better Gift Shop Half Cabs. Then oh, yeah. uh, my number seven was, oh. The Rainier was seven for you. Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. My number seven was the Ame Leon Dor Rainier Boots. And number six was the Kobe Six uh, Mamba oh, yeah. colorway. So uh, You're caught up now. I think, I mean... Great list so far. I think we went pretty unique this year. That mm -hmm. was not... We had a couple off-the-wall ones. Dude, for fucking already get sneak two in there with Better Gift Shop, real shout-out to my man. And we'll be expecting some plane tickets to Canada for a uh, live show coming soon. Okay. Okay. That, I mean, live that's, on, hit, that's on Ari Gold to send us the tickets. Oh, okay, bet. Yeah. Hopefully, we get in there. I love Canada. Um, right. But... I know us. We got plenty to say. So I'm jumping right into my number five. Uh, only one of these to make it on my list from New Balance. I got a 550. So all the prep kids and frat boys can cheer and glee. But I have the Joe Fresh Goods conversations among us. New Balance 550s. Okay. I feel like I had to give a little New Balance love. I feel like ultra clean shoe. I like it's in a nice little creamy kind of colorway. I feel like one had to make the list. Okay. And um, we had an Amy on Dior. Of course, they're still floating around. So we had to get a 550 on there. I love what they did with the N of the New Balance logo on this. Yeah. It looks really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice little. Yep, yeah, he's going to pull it. those up. So he, here's my, um, here's your I, I appreciate your opinion. Yeah. Let me give you my take. I'll, so previous year, I put a New Balance 550, the RLEs. Okay. I'm going to put your shoe and that shoe side by yeah. side. So when Joe Fresh Goods came out with this John, right? I was like, but, but bro, RLE did the same thing, but you just put a black outline on the New Balance logo, you know? Different materials. Yeah. Different country. So maybe no one knows. I, and I know Joe just became, is it one of the creative directors or the creative director over at New Balance? No. I believe he's doing something. Really? Yeah, I believe he's... Because Teddy Santos is, is made in USA for sure. Okay. So 
But is I think he's on some kind of he's either doing a run with them, like a big huge line with them, or something. But he is definitely doing big moves over there. So okay. I felt like for someone getting in there, someone new, show a little respect on man's name. Of course, yeah. I mean, he he has done much for Chicago for one. Yeah, and um, you know, I know plenty of people that in the Midwest that um. Huge fans of him, so and he um, shows love to a lot of Midwest people, which I fuck with too. He does, he does. Can't so wait what, for him to come. What's to Cleveland. his background as far as you know coming into the shoe game? Is he always designed shoes or just? I mean, that's a good streetwear in good, general. That's a good Yohei question. What's the <laughs> what's the little history on Joe? So also, what's the short answer? Basically, yeah. um, he's a creative that uh, from Chicago, and he opened a store that unfortunately um, did close, but it was called Fat Tiger Workshop, and. Um, he was a part of that. Um, I believe he started it. And that's the extent um, of where oh. I can speak about him in an accurate manner. Anything beyond that, I, I don't know. So. Is there Just anyone of like influence that he's designed for or collabed with? or? Um, you know what? Top of your head? One thing for sure is he's a... I could definitely tell he's a GD of some, you know, graphic designer of some sorts. And he has his own unique like cartoon style yeah. and whatnots. But aside that, couldn't tell you, but I know he's, you know, put a lot of things for the community in Chicago. And and I know he's been doing a lot of New Balance stuff, like I said, mm-hmm. recently. I don't know if he's had... I feel like he's maybe done some other shoe collabs in the past. Okay. Um, but I'm not exactly sure, like, who he's rocked with. But again, it was just a name that I've been seeing, especially, like, last six months a bunch. So I was like, dude, you know what? We're going to fuck around throw my man's shoe on there and i think for as much as i like to dog on the 550 silhouette it is a super clean one i think one we gotta at least throw one on there it might sure, be a little I bit mean, of a little, little bit of a layup it's a it's a it's a kind of a you know um I respect it. I respect it. You know, we the year previous was when all the 550s yeah. came out, and this was kind of the last. We could have done best to... 550s of the year last year. <laughs> uh, what do you guys number five, big dog? Okay, so I just want to say the last five shoes in this list. I know. We I have said, a controversy amongst you already. Basically, I looked in the mirror and I said, this is your top five of the I, year, not what Complex puts on, or not what you know, High Snobiety, High Beaster puts you know puts on. So when I say these five, you know, in this next um, less than an hour now, you're gonna be like, "That is so yo hey, oh my god!" Especially I'm one glad, of them. I'm glad you kind of prefaced it for people thinking that you're some kind of a corporate shill for High Snobiety and Hype Beast and Complex. You buck the system, dude. You. Not only do you buck it, you say fuck the system. Absolutely. And that's why your number five's coming in with... Here we go. So here wow, I have... Um, Pat, why don't you describe to us um, what you are seeing with your own eyes? Just I, the box. So what I got old... Looks like old school. Uh, orange brown. Nike. Just do it box. We got the split on it. Uh, I believe I saw that it was an Air Force One. When I did a little sneak peek on the tag there, mm-hmm. what uh, what are we rocking with? Right. So this is what, when you got Air Force Ones in those early 2000s documentaries we'd be seeing. Of course. You'd just look in their kicks. sneaker room. Yes, just for kicks. It would be the half orange, half brown box. And in fact, when we go, you know, thrifting or whatever, if you ever see this box, you're like, ooh. this you like know it, something's in it. It timestamp, right? Well, Nike has brought this back this year. And I think this is... So profoundly outstanding of a retro um, to the quality, to the execution, to the details um, that I was just like, when I found out the shoe was coming out, I was just jumping up and you just had- like, yeah, I was clapping. I was super excited. So here we go. Ready? We have here the Air Force One Low. The retro, it's the call, the color of the months. I got these from St. Alfred in Chicago. Shout out another Chicago. Woo! Here it is. Butter. Damn. So here's one for you. We got the nice little, little pink swoosh. Classic white, white silhouette. Little gum sole. Feel the plush liner. Okay. Yeah, that they brought that back right there. So what... 
What were these drops for? These weren't a general general release or anything? So basically, Nike said, we are going to make a perfect Air Force One retro. Not just like in general, but yeah. like to the specifications, to the build, to this leather quality. And also notice there's no metal thing right there. It's just the swoosh embroidery. No lace lock, thank God. Yeah. And, and the lace lock isn't bad, but it's just originally they weren't there. Yeah. So. You, don't, you don't need a lace lock. For sure. So, and it comes with the little toothbrush on the side, dude. Exactly. Keep that thing. That's the old school. Exactly. Keep it clean. And we, you know, the documentary we were watching, you know, yeah. they were talking about the kids, the B-boys and the ballers. They would, you know, have a toothbrush on standby oh, every, to clean their shoe. Everyone always. That was the way. I remember watching that, watching Just for Kicks and cleaning my shoes with a toothbrush and almost in, enjoying it because there's this meticulousness and this sense of satisfaction of getting to clean shoes absolutely notice it says in gold there to anniversary edition yeah i saw that so these were there more than just the pink swoosh colorway correct so okay. ultimately you know i think i got pink because of my love for i don't know fat joe the i was gonna lin- say the it, linens that it reminds like, me of the linen like yeah. air force ones and i feel like you don't necessarily see an air force one like white base with just the pink swoosh is kind of not as normal of a thing. Right. The, and the as you red can, is pretty mean. I like the red swoosh, man. Exactly. That's so, true. you know, the red one, but what you what they have in common is this they came with a toothbrush yeah. and they came with like um the original build and the embroidered Nike Air on the back. They do not yeah. do that. The forces in the mall. So, you know, just for all those reasons, like I I mean, this is was such a good shoe that it just had like yeah we've seen it before but like not like this you know no, i think that's sick like a a nice premium air force one that you don't normally get that is this special thing is is cool it's yeah. nice that nike is looking back and actually seeing what is their like core base mm-hmm. and what people have always loved and giving people what they want like yeah. i'm sure we got shot out Paul again, but PG knows was probably fucking loving these. Oh, absolutely. Boys, and what I love is like these shoes um, did not like sell out or anything like that. Yeah, they were so, just kind of, they were hanging out for a while. Absolutely. Was so they what I would tell everywhere. Oh, yeah. They Well, any um, premium tier okay. Nike account got these right. Tier so, zero. Yeah, I would tell anybody here, you know. Get this shoe. If you don't like the pink colorway, get the red swoosh or the blue swoosh. But guys, let me tell you, this is what the Air Force One is supposed to be like. Um, And you have an opportunity to get one of our top 10 shoes for, honestly, you can get this for under $100. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, you know, shoot, we should uh, start a GoFundMe for Sean here. We can get him a red swoosh uh, Air Force One. We're getting him that that Sith Lord swoosh. Uh, Confession time. I don't wear Nikes. No Nikes. Nothing, nothing personal. I'm leaving. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's he's fully on the Adidas. Well, hold or the on, New Sean, Balance Sean, train. why is that? Different is strokes that? for different folks. I, I just <laughs> never caught your, uh, your I just, fancy. I, it's just not my jam. It's just not. I've always worn Vans or, you know, uh, other brands. Basically, I've always worn skate shoes. And I always you thought it was really cool. like SB? Nike SB? They're fine. Like, they're fine. You know, it's just okay. not my go-to you know, I, and it was cool when they started making skate shoes. I, I, I like, I like the way a lot of them look. Yeah. It's just like, I've never, I, I feel like an imposter. I don't wear Nikes. Yeah. So I'm, I, it's just, it would just be weird to start now. I feel like if anything that right off the top of my head, I feel like, yo, hey, might agree with me on this. Uh, like a Bruin Low is kind of. Well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get a Bruin Low. We're going to remove the swoosh. We're going to trick him. We're <laughs> going to hand it to him and be like, hey, enjoy, hey yeah. these are on us. Here. And, and I don't want to sound like snobby or hipsterish, but it really is just a thing like everyone wears Nikes. And yeah. I don't want to be like everyone else. I, no, so. I can feel That's it. That's me. Yeah, I like, I like the stance on it. It is. It's one of those things that it's also rare to hear. Yeah. It, you, know, you know what I mean? He's going to love uniqueness. the Moab over there because it doesn't have a swoosh on the side right there. See that brown shoe? Oh, I see it. Yeah, I see it. They're no, they're nice. I, I I've been eyeing those up every time I'm over here. So he's planning a heist on them. Oh <laughs> my god! That, what do you think this whole show's for? We're, it's to we're, steal this pair. Of yeah, them. absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, cool. But let's get into so my number four. 
One, I've been just dying to say this, and I know I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but I'm, oh, okay. Yes. I'm okay with that. I better start filming. We are going, my number four, I think it's going to be a little bit outside the realm, but we're going with, I assume it's Wales Bonners. Oh, yeah. You pronounce it right. But no, no I, S. No S. I was always pronouncing it Whale Boner. Oh, <laughs> because obviously I'm not pronouncing this second N. That means nothing to me. So the, the whale boner uh, Samba collection or the Samba shoe uh-huh. is fucking sick to me, dude. I saw this coming two years ago, considering <laughs> at, at PM Threads, you put the Noah. Remember that Noah yeah. cheetah print? What was that? A gazelle? It was a gazelle. Yeah. Was, so, I remember that. It was sharp. It yeah. Was sharp. So I saw this coming. I saw this coming. It's, I you know I have a soft spot for this style of shoe. I'm as a kid, these were I thought were like the coolest shoes to me. Yeah. Okay. I not obviously not this exact shoe, but I thought Samba Samba yeah, silhouette yeah. to me was something that it was like Dairyman's iced tea. Yeah. Older kids were always had them and I always wanted them <laughs> and I didn't know why. And I guess now when I look back, I'm like well, those really weren't any. Those were just shitty soccer shoes. I love how somehow you were shoes. able to shoehorn Dairyman's iced tea, yeah, better known as ghetto tea, to the of course. community. That's my that. new thing is also bringing up uh, Dairyman's iced tea every episode. Um, but no, I'm going to be honest. I don't know a ton about it, but from what I've seen, looks like a super nice quality shoe. Looks like a chill, very comfortable shoe. I feel like it is. I'm on the beach somewhere. And I'm not wearing flip-flops because I'm not a complete degenerate. So I'm rocking a little loose-laced samba on the beach in Jamaica somewhere. And I'm just fucking having the time of my life, dude. Okay. Well, I think we're all collectively going to know what is Wales Bonner. Wales Bonner is the penis of a whale. It is uh, more... A little nicer than that. So it's her. Na- <laughs> it's a nicer she- than a whale's. Boner? No, her name is Grace Wales Bonner, and there's her picture. Okay. Yeah. So this person's so. <laughs> She's. I know everyone's listening in the world right now, and this lady <laughs> is not happy that I'm butchering her name to be Wales Boner. I mean, it's, no, it's definitely happened before. You know that for sure. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. sounds like she started this in 2014, and. Yeah, she's um she's won multiple awards and yeah, it looks cool. like a shoe that was truly designed by someone that is more than that has some more formal training that use some different elements, different stitching style. It just looks fucking cool and it looks comfortable and dude, that's dude. That's I thought Wales zone. Bonner was like a um like a British skate dude. Like I thought it was like Blondie or something this whole time. I yeah, I had no idea. I, I didn't know she was like a freaking. Like, like high-end designer like lady. a Laylee May, you know, Vashti, like, you know, just a, just a fly lady, you know, like, just doing her thing, Dude, you know? They're, take, they're taking over the game. Good job. Who Good job, uh, Grace Wales Bonner. Uh, by the way, uh, honorable mention, I'm just going to toss this on yours, but it's not Dude, mine. toss it on there. The Gucci Gazelles. That was a crazy I, collab. I did see the Gucci Gazelles on a bunch. I almost was... I was a little on the fence just because it was Gucci for some yeah. reason. But then you saw Grace Wales Bonner's yeah, face and, I was and like, you're like, I can get a Samba on here, but it can be more unique. Plus, I get to say Boner on the show. I got, That's a endless bag of jokes yeah, for me. That's a home run right yeah, there. Yeah, that's a home run. <laughs> Gucci really had... I mean, I make Gooch jokes, but that's really not as fun. Oh, man. Uh, what do you? What's coming in at big number four for you? All righty, so last four, let's go, man. We're we're talking outdoor, you know, expedition Ooh. vibes. Um, this was the year of non sneakers. Okay, so non sneaker sneakers. Yes, sir. So this next one goes to Nike under the ISPA line. ISPA, what which is, that is like a government brand? So remember, um. In the previous list, we had the Road Warrior. It was that shoe that looked like a freaking like like a mouse trap, kind of like it okay. Was, it was. Hold on, I'll pull up the pick. That a was mouse on, trap. Uh, that was on last year's countdown. Um, hold on one second. Uh, I think it was the 
maybe two years. For the first year, dude, yeah. we've been doing this for a minute, right? Well, it's, we're professionals. This, and that's, is, this is a job. Yeah, for all those. So this curious, is that. Yeah. That was the first ISPA shoot. Oh, yeah, I remember. Okay. One of the, one of the, yeah. So what there's is, that. What does um, ISPA stand for? Improvise, scavenge, protect, adapt. And so that, uh, yeah, the ISPA did come out in 2020. It sounds like something you tell like Navy SEALs. Improvise, scavenge, so protect, the, adapt. Exactly. That's how you survive. USS. So the one that I chose was the ISPA link. Um, this shoe was considered very ugly and hideous by many. Probably Perfect. the man to my right is going to hate Nike even more for this. But you know what? When I saw this, uh, this was the tail end of after seeing Dune. And oh, I was just okay. in that mood of that Fremen yeah. mood of just like sci-fi and all that. This is the shoes that giant fat man after the oil steps in. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. That is kind of what <laughs> the vibe is, is. After I take a giant oil bath as an obese space warlord, I step into these bad boys. I also boys. love how I literally just said, I don't wear Nikes, and it turned into, yeah, he hates Nikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean's, Sean's picketing an Oregon beaver. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you're a simple guy there's just no way that you would be interested no in i mean that is it. a intense intense yeah. shit like are you yeah. familiar with like normcore like the guys that like yes this, this is this is the complete opposite end of that spectrum and yeah. so there's four colorways and honestly um i can't really select a single one because they all have unique attributes and stuff like that as you can see this one too so why why do i like this it kind of further pushes design in sneakers yeah i'm about to show you something so the ispa i cannot wait comes apart so if oh, you notice i have do you guys seen. see that shroud yeah so it's kind of like the shoe itself has its own clothes or whatever it all separates and you can kind of readjust them right exactly yeah, I remember when seeing that portion of it, I didn't realize it was necessarily this shoe, mm -hmm. but the whole shoe is essentially held together by this giant kind of rubber band, for lack sure. of better terms. Lack of better terms, that yeah. That connects the upper to the sole, uh -huh. and you can kind of interchange things. Yeah. So why do I like this? Well, we live in a time where everything is the same. You know, I love like, when you wax them in this way. Like, yeah. why do we love? Very I philosophical. Mean, well, it's just I. We know what a Jordan three looks like. Correct. We know what an Air Force one looks like, even though the number six was an Air. You know, number five is an Air Force one for yeah. me. We we know, but like, what? What's the future? You know, like it's this like excitement. You know, back in the day, we all had excitement about you know perhaps ACG or the new whatever you know new Lebrons yeah. even right. So that's that similar momentum when you see stuff like this. For me, I'm just like, oh, that is crazy. And so when I tried this shoe on, too, I was just like, this feels like nothing I've ever worn before. I feel like the bomb. I feel like a protagonist of Dennis Villeneuve uh, uh, film. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it does have so. a very movie video game like aesthetic to yeah, it. Absolutely. That is very kind of it's. Uh, what the future might hold. Yeah, it, it's a perfect example of like what a shoe can be other than just something you wear on your foot, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we're always, I feel like for a long time now with clothing specifically, everyone's trying to say, what's the next, yeah, what's, what's more futuristic? What's, you know, it's like we're living in the future, baby. Yeah, we're, exactly. The future is We got now. James Bond watches on our wrists and shit. You know, right. it's it, crazy. We, we do have this technology and I think it's cool that these shoes for old heads, people get caught up a lot of times being so obsessed with the past and old silhouettes that as a kid when you or when you're younger not even as a kid but when you're younger you're a little you're more open to these new styles of things and you want to see change mm -hmm. and i think that is a it is a insane concept to, for someone to be like what if the whole shoe was just the parts is very insane to me and i think dude Great shoe to have on there, and one that people are definitely know is a now, very if, you. If shoe I to had get. that in my number one, then you should be like, "Come on, yo, hey, like, are you? <laughs> yeah, is that the shoe you're gonna remember? Twenty twenty. We have to put him in the home. He's yeah, he's done. <laughs> he's losing it. Um, so my number three is basically a skip because I had the Jordan Lawson Founds at three. So we're just volleying this bad boy right back to you.
<laughs> so what is... Oh, no, I can't prepare. No. Yeah, Yohei's <laughs> still narrowing shoes down. He's got a big whiteboard that he's been crossing yeah. things off. But that was your number... Th- why, now, why did it make number three? Just because... Um, I just thought for like the heritage of it, it was a lot of the stuff that we had kind of talked about, and it was something that I saw everywhere and was just kind of like, all right, I can fuck with this. I'm not a big Jordan 1 person. Like personally wearing, yeah. but they did a really good job on that. Yeah, shoe. they did yeah. a really good job, and I just loved the way it was like a callback to the OGs. Yeah. That it was good quality. That it was more readily available for people, and it was just something that I fucked with a little bit. I mean, dude, the the mom and pop sporting goods store yeah, receipt, the really receipt in there, sick. like yeah. all the little details are something that all to me com- combines to make this kind of perfect experience of opening a shoe yeah that's something that i think that first time opening a shoe is so important because it's the first it's a feeling you only get that first time you open that shoe and you're like oh my god what if what if something's fucked up well if there's a factory error what if but then you open it up and you're like this thing is fucking beautiful it's a it is uh people opening up the briefcase in Pulp Fiction and just having that glow on their face and just being in awe for such a quick second and not even knowing, not even being able to be like, holy fuck, I got this. So what uh, what's coming in at number three for you, big dog? Sweet. So the next one is an ode to an old passion of mine. Um, and this is something that... Uh, the likes of Lil Wayne and Pharrell would come up in the red carpet. Okay. And that's snowboarding. Ooh. So this next one is actually, wildly enough, it's a van, Sean. Vans collaborate, collaborated with the Japanese brand Double Taps. Yeah. Okay. And they made a shoe. Um, I'm going to pull up a picture here. It's called the... I don't want to mess this up. That's why I'm double checking. It's called the High Country and Hellbound in the Coyote colorway. Love it. It's right here. Okay. Damn, this yeah, is... Yeah, it literally looks like a snowboarding boot. Yep. Yeah. And I'm just throwing this on here because, like, yeah, let's go, you know? I'm, dude, I love Thank it. Thank you, Vance. Thank you, Double Taps, you know, because, you know, we have a very unique, like, new model. If you guys can look this up, you know, it's got a cool strap and... I like it, you yeah. know. Well, and, if and you so didn't know, it, Vans actually does. They make snowboarding boots too. Yeah, oh, they, yeah, they're yeah. big. Most certainly, they've been doing that for two decades or something, something close to that. But so. I like I as someone who's worn just snowboarding boots out without snowboarding and just really? worn them as shoes. Oh yeah, dude. That's see. Here's my thing. I'm you know the way it's angled. That just seems like it'd be very uncomfortable to wear for a pr- prolonged. But here's period the time. thing, brother. Uh, you got to go fashion over function. Sometimes. So he, here's the reason why I threw that on because that was the the um, flagship of the collection. It was a whole collection. As you can see, we got a half cab. We got an old school. We got this unique slip on shoe with this um, cool puffer. I do fuck with Toe. that. So it's not that I'm just like being like, oh, snowboard. Just but that whole collection, I was like, let's go. Yeah. And it even came with like the sick carrying case. And, and it was so it was like the whole package. And, you know, I was like, well, I love it. Let's go. And especially Double Taps has had a pretty big or a pretty longstanding relationship with Vans, correct? I yes. Mean, oh, yes. And so Double Taps has done the, the crossbones. Yeah, you know, they've done yeah, a bunch absolutely. of different collections with them i think that again this year is the fucking year of just showing putting a little respect on people's fucking names and giving whole collections some shout outs and some heritage brands that have been around for a long time been Mm -hmm. working with people i like dude i like where this is going and like i said i've worn just some regular nike snowboarding boots out and about just to fucking throw a fit dude Call me a child because I'm throwing fucking fits out here. But no, I think that's sick. Were how rare were these? They were um, relatively easy to get. Relatively if you knew easy about to get. It. Yeah, okay. yeah. But I think certain like models sold out, such as this double taps, like the snowboarding booth. Yeah, that's the one everybody wanted. It also came in a navy blue colorway too, which I'm trying to pull up a picture. But Coyote of is such a cool. Yeah, great colorway descriptor. Absolutely. I just made up. The- it's good in the wintertime too. That, that color oh room. yeah, it's nice because you can clean it off. It's not super high vis that you're gonna fuck up a white shoe, but you're also able to, 
you can fuck around and you can wear them in some slush and they're still going to look. They're almost slush color. Right. Like that dirty, that the, dirty brown water. That dirty Ohio snow. Yeah. yeah. And as you can see, too, from the front, you know, it's it's definitely like welcome to the. Um, it's uh, like, still pretty dunish. Yeah. It's dunish. It's borderline like combat. I'm in yeah. a very dune mood this year. So I, you watch dune at the height, the height of the year. And we're like, this is it. Yeah. We're going sure. to space and getting spice. <laughs> I don't care. Elon, we have to get the spice from space. Um, I'm going to go with my number two, though. And I think it's just following suit, dude. This might be the only dunk on the list. Oh, shoot. But I'm going R.I.P. Big Keith Huffenagel. Oh, of course. I got the Huff dunks on there. Nice. Whole three nice. pack. Uh, San again, Fran. San Fran's the best yeah, one of the I three. I think paying tribute. One. Again, dunks were still rocking and rolling this year. Uh-huh. But I think the Huff ones, one, just super clean off rip, regardless of any other situation going on with them. And two, I think it was an amazing way to tribute someone from Nike for someone who's done so much for them with such an impact on streetwear, fashion, skateboarding. I mean, just a million things. Someone who helped cultivate a bunch of other people who have come up in the game and become really big. Mm-hmm. The Huffenagle, uh, not re-release, but homage pair that they've dropped. What was it? Three colorways, right? Yeah. Um, dude, I think fucking number two, that is a great shoe to be on. I respect it, man. Thank you for putting a little SB on this list. Of course. I. It was one that I felt was not super corny. Mm-hmm. I felt like it wasn't super gimmicky. This is not like his passing was sad, no it, doubt. Super yeah. sad. Years ago, but. It was someone that so many people fucked with too. It mm-hmm. was someone who hit in the Venn diagram that is people of yeah, our generation. He hits with a lot of different. There is someone who couldn't tell you more than three skate tricks who can tell you exactly who Keith Huffenagel is. There are people who have seen every skate video part of his and never seen a Keith Huffenagel shoe or collab piece in their life so those worlds come together yeah they come together and it was just a very important person and i think the shoe is sick you had the tearaway or the cutaway Mm -hmm. um part on the was it the what's the mid box part of the silhouette whatever part that cuts away on the uh New just, just one of the panels. Yeah, yeah one yeah. of the panels mm-hmm. was cut away. You had... I honestly, like, most Nike SB or any other Nike, like, cutaway stuff, I always think you look... It looks better if you just don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. And it's Perfect like, example. Statue of Liberty dunks from, you know, years ago. Um, freaking... It, it's green. Yeah. And when you scratch it, it turns bronze. So technically, yes, the Statue of Liberty was bronze when France Before. gave it to America, right? But we just didn't know about oxidation. We do not think of that thing as bronze. We think of it as green, you know? Yeah. It, we accept that. You it's know? just and really so dirty. Don't, like, don't touch, you know, just leave it alone. You're fine. I mean, leave do whatever it. you want. But I mean, um, I No, so that was my number two. I was pretty proud of myself for figuring out that one. I almost did it as number one, but then I was. I am a corporate shill. So we'll get to my number one in a second. <laughs> What uh? What did you have up there, brother? So this next one was the one in the last episode. I said you guys will not believe what I pulled, and like during the year, aside, I was like, this shoe is, um, it, it's so like it took my breath away. Okay, so yeah. I'm gonna uh, before I say what it is, I just want to take you back to when I watched Back to the Future Two. Okay, the first time on VHS, and because I was not, you know, you weren't uh, alive in 1985. Yeah, whatever. So totally understandable. I was watching on VHS, and I remember he, you know, got out of the DeLorean, and then Marty McFly, you know, puts on the Air Max, you know, and I was like, whoa. Whoa, what is that? Whoa, what was that? Back, you know, and I didn't know, you know, what an Air Mag was, and that shoe didn't technically come out. Yeah, because it that, really didn't exist. Yeah, that only came out in 2011, which was after I was out of high school. So when I was a kid, I had this VHS, I would rewind and I'd be like, huh. So then I went to the internet 
at the public library, guys. Love it. That's how just, just crammed between two homeless guys and, looking at porno. Yeah, and you, thankfully, you know, I was looking at a different <laughs> type of content. That was Air Mag knowledge, and so n- there was just like there was like communities of people who made custom like costume ones. Yeah, and you know, but it wasn't the real thing, you know. But I learned that it was the it was called the um, hoverboard shoes. Like the term Air Mag didn't really exist um other than the fact that it kind of says on the original one but we all called it like back to the future uh hoverboard shoes okay okay so anyway that's an example of someone watching something in film and saying wow that is so cool i want that but i don't even know what it is you know what is well, that right do this? well that happened to me this year guys with uh, this new film and that is andor which is Star Wars, okay? Okay. So what I'm about to tell y'all right now on this list is a shoe that technically did not release, but by all intents and purposes, we all saw it this year in 2022. And so in Andor, uh, Cassian Andor, great, great show, by the way. Um, We're going to use this as Comics Corner next week, too. So this is a Double Down episode. (laughs) So the episode, you know, the character he ends up finding himself in a imperial prison Correct. called I don't want to mess this up Arkina 5 and oh, it was okay. this it was like this multiplex prison where essentially space alcatraz exactly it was a very locked down place they had all the prisoners under control with electrocute like electric floors right so all the prisoners are barefoot, but the guards, the guards all would wear these shoes. When they like, the guards came out on Arkina 5, they pants strictly on the boots walking. I don't have the clip with me because it's on, you know, Disney Plus. Plus this is also an but audio I have screenshots. Only, so it's totally fine. Yeah, I have screenshots. Okay. So basically every single guard in the movie wore it. So here it is. I'm so, very excited about this. This is a ultimate, like way left field shoe yeah oh wow okay and that's awesome i actually so i only watched the first four episodes of andor so i gotta now i have to catch up and i want to see this absolutely and there's the back oh dude they wear this on the show huh yeah yeah damn that is so where do you think these were and then if if you don't mind see that on the wall yeah all the boots were on the wall so let's just say this somewhere at skywalker ranch or at disney studios all these boots or in a closet, and I'm interested. I yeah. will pay whatever is necessary for a pair of these boots. I don't care if it's not my size. I want one. So you know? we, I can tell you right now, they're at Disney because Georgie ain't touching any more Star Wars stuff. <laughs> they, they, that was a big part of the clause. Is they, they were like, hey. We know you're insane. We're gonna give it to someone slightly less insane. So named Kathleen Kennedy. I went to right. Wookie. I went to Wikipedia. Thankfully, Wikipedia. They, thankfully, yeah. the internet love love the name. Yeah, the internet has advanced. I don't have to go to the public library anymore for information. I went to my phone, and you're just looking up. They're an old called almanacs. the Tungstoid Protective Boot, aka number two on Yohei's list. Guys, I'm gonna be honest. The, the amount I was excited. I almost wanted to put this at number one, but I knew it would have been an outrage to put a shoe that never... That almost doesn't exist. That almost doesn't (laughs) exist other than on film. So I'm going to read the quick paragraph of what this is. Tungsoy protective boots were a type of special boot worn by the Imperial Guards in the Narkina 5 prison complex. It protected them from being shocked by the tungstoid steel in the prison floors and allowed them to activate them against prisoners at any time without concern over their own safety. So... Not only are they safe, but they're fly. I mean, who who in the Empire, whose job is it to design? They're like, well, I, I've been in design school. Grace Wales I got Bonner. a new job, and it's a little controversial. I'm working for the Empire doing some <laughs> shoe design, but we have a ton of resources. It's the it's equivalent a, of working for Nike. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> 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 oh my god and now sean's like well sorry i'm dude. gonna lean into it <laughs> i mean at this point but no so i think it's safe to say that someone's gonna release the shoe at some point right do you i mean, think we do get i a... mean they, they did the marty mcflies i mean yeah. they, why, why wouldn't they do so these? i can't say i don't know i've never seen <sighs> i don't know here's my fear is so i've seen some really cool 
Star Wars inspired shoes. Mm-hmm. I've also seen some very bad Star Wars inspired shoes. Uh, right, of course. And I'm one. The thing that'd be coolest to me would be for this shoe to just go do one for one and make that exact shoe almost as if it were a snowboarding because it kind of has a snowboarding boot. Absolutely. I think it'd be sick if it was something similar to that or an outdoor style shoe with Uh that same kind of colorway and more fun and the functionality of it. Yeah. Um, I'm my fear is that they do something very dumb with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think the shoe speaks for itself here. Yeah. So as long as they stay true to the original specs, they should be fine. My fear is that it's going to be very expensive if it comes out. That's my only, or like some kind of charity thing where you had to enter a raffle and all the wrong people get it, you know? Yeah. That's my fear. But like, you know, I think the design and the colorway is just so cool that I, I, I think if they just stick true to that and ever decide to release it, like... People are going to freak out. Like, you just got the name, Narkina 5 Tungsten Steel Boots, or what What was it? Tungstoy Protective Boot, like that. That's you, so cool. They literally just combined uh, tungsten and uh, turquoise together. Yeah. <laughs> now, question, when buying the boots, will you have to join the Empire? Sure. Which is fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I mean, I I'm, mean, again, corporate shill. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of an Listen, Empire kind of guy. I'm, I'm whoever, man. whatever. Yeah. Whatever side has the coolest gear, I'm You're joining. Right. Yeah, yeah. Fremen, I'm Fremen. You yeah. know, uh, Empire, Empire, you know. Listen, if, if I got to go destroy... Listen, sometimes Yoda's got to go. If Yoda drops some, like, leather moccasins, okay, I'm Jedi. Yeah. Uh, 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 what planet was he on at the end? Uh, Who, Swamp? Yoda? Yeah, Swamp Planet. Dagobah. Dagobah, yes. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what... Dagobah slides. Personally, I'd be Empire just because I've had those ships... Real clean smelling, real nice. Dagobah, you. Uh, okay? It stinks. I'm talking to some old man who doesn't even know what's happening. Yeah. And all for a pair of leather moccasins. We got tungsten boots up there, brother. Exactly. Not only am I destroying your planet, I'm, we're looking good doing Pat, it. you could seriously work your way to the top of the empire. I think I could be like a really good empire. Oh, like, you would. Now, enter- this, this prison from the episode, is it? Because I think it's the same one. Is it like on like an asteroid, basically? Uh, actually, no. no this planet is um, what it's, appears to be majority water. Oh, okay. I, I gotcha. Got yeah. There's, there's world a different action. one that's a, like so. That, the prison's literally like on an asteroid. I don't know if you ever played the old uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter game where you're Jango Fett, but in one of the early episodes, like you're like on this prison. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it's like on like a. It's basically on an asteroid. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty crazy. And, and so, in conclusion, with this shoe, you know, again, sneakers is an extension of like just curiosity i guess you could say of like what life could be like you know life is not just all wearing the same shoes sometimes i feel and this shoe was just like when i saw it this year i was like oh my goodness like where do i get these i can't they're somewhere in disney you know we just have to heist i'm gonna disney. make it out of clay i don't know what i'm gonna do listen we assemble the crew and we heist disney just for a pair of boots we're going to prison for the rest we're gonna go to prison <laughs> It's me It's me and a bunch of MS-13 gang members, and they're like, what'd you do? And I'm like, broken to Disney for some boots. Everyone at that prison has been trying, yeah, trying to recreate or steal these boots. Yeah, every, they're all like, same here. We all tried to steal yeah. the boots. All right. Um, I mean, a little bit of a drum roll. We're breaking into number one. A couple number ones. I feel like mine, I'm happy with it because I do... For a public sense of people, again, corporate show, feel like this was the most popular, is a good number one. And it harkens back to my love of saying things that I don't know how to say (laughs) and that I just get to kind of uh, roll off the tongue. But your boy's going with uh, Ama Manier 4 from Jordan. Uh... I think it's a super clean shoe, super good quality. I think it's a, again, it's a little layup number one, dude. I feel like people fucked with it really hard. It hit all the right notes. And I don't know. It was, again, I know it was a little bit of a layup. It's on a lot of lists, but. Oh, it's on every list. I used my creative juices long ago on this list. (laughs) So this is what, this is what I went with. 
Beth, can you agree that this was a great shoe that dropped in this year? Yeah. Super popular. People really, it was well received. I mean, it's yeah, number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a gray color. It's the true color of like some form of royalty. It's like this yes. very nice uh, burgundy purple. And I've, you know, I've handled this shoe. I really like the quilted liner and the overall build of the shoe is along the lines of the Hendersheim 4s, which is like that all... That's what I'm saying. It has yeah. this almost handmade vibe to it. Yeah. Um, the one thing about this shoe, it, it's unique, is it has this like little metal like stud on the back end. And I don't know why. It's just there. Um, punk rock, dude. Yeah, punk rock. You don't rock. have to Just get a it. single one. Not not like Hot Topic belts where there's like, you know, a hundred of them going around. But um, no, that was definitely a clean shoe. And um, I think Ama Manier Force yes. is... Um, they're, they're going through all the Jordans. They yeah. started with the three. Then they did the one. And now we're at the four. So I think they're just doing that whole like cream with that burgundy purple color. Um, what do you just think has been, because those have come out multiple years. Yes. What do you think of the three? Only two actually, but yeah. Is been the best one so far. Uh, I'm gonna give it to the, whew. This is a tough one. It's you definitely not the one. We're going to throw the one out. I think it's I agree. three and four, um, but the threes. See, I'm, I, a- I'm, I'm going to just go with threes, honestly, because it's the four, you know. Um, that stud bothers me in the back, so I'm just going <laughs> to. Hey, I get it, man. But I'm, you know what? I do like that four. I'm just yeah. saying, to me personally, I think the four is a little bit more interesting of a silhouette. The three is a little like. I, I've never been a huge fan of the three for whatever reason, but um, yeah, I just think they've been killing it. All of them have been super successful. People have all loved them. They've been really well received. And obviously, whenever Nike wants to cut me that check, you can send it in the mail. Nice. So what do you have? I know you gave a little sneak peek when we just jumped downstairs for Absolutely. a second to Vinci. Um, what is our... Number one. This of was the year. year of Solomon. No questions, no ifs, ands, or buts. Solomon completely crushed. And now you're talking King Solomon, correct? With the baby splitting shit? Yes. Oh. Different spelling, though. So the Solomon I speak of is S A L O M O N. But um, for years, I thought that's what it was about. But anyway. <clears throat> This was the year of Solomon's, no question. Right. XT4, XT6, and other various models. And they just absolutely crushed the game. There was uh, such a high demand for them. Everybody wanted a colorway. I can say from at the shop, anytime I had a Solomon, it would sell immediately. Yeah. Um, and, and so for that reason, um, I selected my favorite um, Solomon collaboration from the year. So there are many clean colorways, but there was a collaboration that to me stood out um, above the rest. This kind of, um, you know, ties back to, you know, what I like and that's that hiking, yeah. hiking vibe because, you know, I love the outdoors. the outdoors. I'm always out there. Yeah. And it, it's, it just reminds me of adventure. And this that's peri- where adventures happen outside, yeah, exactly, or prisons too. But um, wherever <laughs> and prisons it, have an outside portion, <laughs> yes, exactly. So wherever it's called the yard, wherever you are, you need a pair of uh, adventure shoes, and Solomon really embodied that this last year. So the one I went with is a Parisian boutique called the Broken Arm. Okay, um, I have never been because. Partially because I've never been to France. Which so, is going to make it hard to go to a Parisian boutique. Exactly. So, um, But the, it's called The Broken Arm is the store. And they brought back a shoe from the 2000s. It's called the XT, XT Quest 2. XT-Quest 2. And here's the shoe. Dang. All right. Pretty sharp. I yep. mean, I fuck with it, dude. I... That One, is a Yohei shoe right it there. It is a very <laughs> Yohei. This with the old Solomon yep. logo too. You, you have not disappointed on this second half of when you said this was going to be a very Yohei style second half here. You were not kidding. And I actually like this shoe 
a lot more than some of the other Solomons. Some of the other Solomons are a little too with not, the teeth and they with all the teeth. I don't like the all the wire like yep. the wires on them and stuff. 100%. This kind of has a more traditional vibe to a shoe. Mm-hmm. Some of the other ones have like the was it that like turn style fucking yes. like lace up thing so on you're, it. You're thinking um, perhaps it could be like the boa lacing. Yes, Solomon doesn't use that company, but they use a similar zip like pool thing. Yeah. And I like to tie a lot my of people shoes. like that, but again, I love this shoe because this Parisian boutique was like, let's go to the heritage, you know, older Solomon, which dude, I'm telling you right now, guys, if you like old ACG, well, I'm sorry I just ruined your bank accounts because you should check out older Solomon stuff. It is crazy. And like, I'm gonna give you a crazy fun fact that neither of us thought would ever happen, but two rollerblading companies have now made this year's list for top 10 sneakers with them goods and solomon also oh. og being a rollerblade company That's, i'm like why does this sound so familiar they, That's really solomon why. used to make aggressive, and skis skis. Yeah, skis and rollerblades they still they, make they still oh it's the same company yeah yep. oh yeah my buddy has, my brother has a solomon board it's the yeah. acid yeah. it's a really cool design they, Started kind of like K2, where they were okay, doing... Okay, I didn't realize it was the same company. Yeah, they were doing winter stuff. I It also, when Solomon kind of kicked back in, yeah. I was like, this is very random, because yeah. there's no way... I was like, there's no way this could be a different brand. And then I started seeing like logos, especially throwback stuff, uh-huh. like those broken arm ones that you were just brought up. Yeah. And yeah, it's the same logo and everything, but it's sick to see... These older companies that were prior to maybe what two three years now mm-hmm. were very much in obscurity. Oh, that unless you were sno- actively snowboarding or rollerblading or being a very out there hiker, yep, you were not aware. Hundred percent, no, no hype kids. Hype beast did not have a tag for any of this shit. Solomon is with. All these brands are rebooting and fucking getting the shine that they deserve to get. Absolutely. Another brand, too, that killed it this year, but it there was other shoes that had to be on the list for me, but on, on, on cloud, like on. Okay, on cloud. Yeah, yeah, and that, they made some crazy collabs. Was this the shoe that was contesting for a Contesting spot? for number six, and the one of them was the on um, cloud collaboration with... Uh, South to West 8, which is a Japanese um, streetwear fishing um, outdoors brand. Of course. And classic. so the, it had some like I'm sick. A streetwear fisherman. It's either streetwear or fishing. Can't yeah. be both. Yeah. <laughs> the streets do flood sometimes, and I fish then. I, it's a very rare that I'm able to fish. I'm in a big hurricane but, zone. Um, I think this year I can expect to see more things from on. But again, Solomon for 2022 just murdered the game. Yeah. I know that like. You know, some of the leading brands are like, oh, shoot, we need there's a new new guy in town aside Nike Adidas New Balance. Right. Yeah. Like Solomon, I'm telling you, is like so wanted by people of different demographics. Unfortunately, some people who don't walk at all, but whatever, you know, but nonetheless, it's very successful. Their models, their colorways are super refreshing to see. And I think of all the Solomons of 2022. Um, this was my favorite and a close second, which, you know, is not in the list was a collaboration with and wander. Um, um, another outdoor brand, beautiful, but I think it's the outdoor version of and one (laughs) and wonder, please, please don't say that. (laughs) No, no, I won't look at it the same anymore because it's too good. That's an amazing say what you will about and one, but they were on top of the game for a while. That's the difference of Japan and America. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just that, a couple <laughs> letters turns into something different, right there. The uh, no, I think it's really cool that, especially with like the whole, both our lists and just the way of the shoe industry, and mm-hmm. especially last year, but in these last couple years, is room for different brands to get in there and make shoes that aren't necessarily the norm that people can switch up on that you're getting different brands, which forces our bigger brands to do stuff like 
your insane fucking Dune style, take it apart shoe. You're getting all these new brands like uh, Solomon in there. You're getting brands like uh, Wall, like Clark's doing collabs. It's just super sick to see everyone getting a piece of the pie. It's not as impossible to get into the shoe game as it once was. I feel like at a certain point, especially maybe mid 2000s, to be a new shoe brand, what are you out of your mind? You're David versus Goliath in mm-hmm. like what the real story is, not the fake one where David wins. Goliath wins that nine out of ten times. So like. It's sick that all these brands can start making things and really doing competition with bigger brands and forcing bigger brands to be more creative and not just, hey, here's a new color swoosh on it. It's, hey, you have to have all your materials be good. You can't phone this shit in. I like that you said forcing creativity (laughs) in the best way possible. It's forcing creativity because if you don't keep up with these brands that are putting their necks on the line to make their company stand out, you can't rest on your laurels anymore. You have to, even with something like the your number six or your number five, the anniversary Air Force One, you can't just make, you can't drop a shoe and just have it be bullshit quality anymore. You yeah. can't drop these Jordan ones anymore that feel like they're fucking plastic and might tear in your hands. Yep. You have to use this real shit or you have to push innovation and you have to do something different yep. because otherwise people aren't going to care. Yep. You're still going to sell shoes and everything, but you're not going to get the accolades. I mean, shit, top threes didn't get number one on Yohei's list. I'd be shaking in my boots. Right. There better be after, because obviously the whole world's listening, after the, tomorrow, I bet there's going to be a lot of big meetings called over at Nike and Adidas. To figure out how we get back on top, they're like, of "How do we? How do we USS get USS list? How do we get <laughs> Batman to wear Jordan sixes again? Come on, make Batman Jordan sixes hey, great again. Stranger things have happened. How do we get uh, Green Goblin to wear flight posits again? Like, it, yeah. let's go. Oh yeah, now we're yeah. talking. Let's what? get some more comic book characters wearing. I'm these I'm telling shoes. you though, you have no idea how much movies. Um, impact like people's view on things you know like it, it just like ties in with memory which shows that within marketing yeah. it's all about like an emotional connection or like some form of storytelling for sure and it, it just it, it drives the hype it's not just about you know resell or whatnot you know it's all about that like wow factor you the know what's happening Exactly. Yeah, well, this is great. Real quick before we wrap up, I just want to say I love recording this show with you guys. This is the third countdown we've done for the third year. And, uh, you know, much like our comic book series that we do, there's just such an awesome contrast between comic book collecting and shoe collecting. You know, it's the collection value of it. It's the artistic value of it. And there's yeah. just a lot of, lot of similarities. And that's what really excites me about it. Even just talking about all this, you know, movies and comic books and how shoes it all comes back together it's 100 it, it's the culture it's you know, a culture it, yeah. it really it ties in passion is across the board um you will see similarities yeah it's really cool yeah and i think even to tie it back to what i was saying before with all this stuff and the internet and independent artists being able to do their own thing it's pushing creativity for bigger brands to have to do put out their best material. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, these small independent brands are going to start to become your major brands, your brands that everyone's really talking about and are on the tip of people's tongues. Right. And when those names are coming out of people who set trends, people who others look to to figure out what's cool, what's new, what's going on, it should be worrisome if our the big companies don't start to adapt to it because they're just going to be dead in the water and it's just going to be something that is just fodder for everyone else and the people who set the waves aren't even going to think about it twice. Exactly. So um, I want to say thank you to everyone for listening to Untitled Shoe Show, a.k.a. our new abbreviation, USS, like a naval-style show. Um But yeah, this year we are going to be coming at you guys with more episodes than ever. Uh, We're going to be pushing to record on Mondays, so you guys should be able to expect episodes Tuesday, Wednesday time frame-ish. Next week, we are going to be talking a little Adidas v. Nike. 
Um, might have some guests coming on soon. Just going to get a lot more content for you guys. Uh, it's always fun for us to do it. We always fucking appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you. Um, thank you. I want to say thank you as always to Sean on the boards, controlling these things like a damn mastermind. Yo, hey, for coming in with some actual knowledge versus myself, who just literally rambles and says whatever's on my mind. Uh, and thank you to everyone for listening. As always, go to Unmovable and follow him on Instagram. While you're doing that, go to Threads and Dreads Pod. Give us a little follow. Like a couple photos, leave a couple comments, and I'm going to say for everyone who leaves some comments or likes on this post is going to get a special prize. We're going to do a little raffle for them, uh, give something away. So make sure you're sharing it, make sure you're liking it, make sure you're leaving some comments. If you want to support the show more, please go to patreon.com backslash threads and dreads. Give us a little bit of money. It's going to help. Maybe I one day, too, can have my own Western hydrodynamic research hat and be a part <laughs> of the gang. Uh, we love you guys. We're going to have more content. 2023, big year. We're just doing it for Michael Jordan. After this, well, I guess after this would be the Kobe year. 2025, the shit's done. You got two more years to get on board or fucking you're out. That's all for us. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. See Peace. ya.